Live. It's me, Junior. It's me, Alex. And we're back here at the Wasting Our Twenties podcast. Welcome, everybody. So, uh, so basically, we started today trying to troubleshoot the podcast because for whatever reason, it sounds different from the old ones, or maybe not. Maybe we should actually go back and listen to them. Yeah. Because, uh, because we feel like it sounds like ass now, and it didn't always. Like it used to sound decent. No, somebody told me this sounded bad. They were like, "What's wrong with y'all audio?" I said, "I don't know." I said, "We should have checked it before we sent it out." Well, yesterday, well, I mean, last week's last week's was really bad. Like it yeah. sounded like jacked up. It sounded like we were talking through, like someone was listening to us through an old timey radio. Yeah. Like, we should have been talking about Nazis and Jats invading. God damn. <laughs> well, you know, Alex, I got my shins blowed off by a Jap from the machine gun. <laughs> and I ain't here to hear about your problems? Yeah, I ain't here to listen to your problems, Alex. Oh, God damn. All right, uh, so anyway, so we had a request from a listener to uh, talk about serial killers. So we thought since the new season of Mindhunter starts on Friday on Netflix, we'll just kind of tie it into that. You yeah, go to start? from our one listener. From our from one listener, but that lets from you know the one listener. I mean, we've had three plays on our thing. The only listener. Thank you very very much for playing it three times. I appreciate it. <laughs> you can't prove that. Getting us or maybe anchor. who knows? Maybe that listener did listen to it three times. Who knows? Getting that? us that anchor money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go ahead. Just keep on listening about a couple hundred thousand more times. Anyway, I, anyway so uh, go ahead, start us off, man. Why well, I gotta start it off? I mean, I'll start us off. I don't give a shit. Okay, so I watched the show first. Okay. It was a good show. The reason why I decided to watch it was because, uh, was because, well, you know, serial killers and all that shit's fascinating because, you know, uh, I used to watch Criminal Minds when we were younger, and basically the whole point, the whole premise of the show is that the guy that the BAU is based on is what the show is about, pretty much. So, you know, the founders of it are, are pretty much what Criminal Minds is about. It's, it's about those guys, and Mindhunters is... A somewhat historical look at him and basically his his him and the in the origins of the BAU and the FBI. You know, back before people wanted to hear about in the show, they put it. No one wants to hear about a serial killer's problems. No one cares that Charles Manson was beaten as a kid. You yeah. know, after what he did to those people. Yeah. No one cares that you know uh he you know these serial killers were maybe molested, maybe abused as children. No one gives a fuck after what they do as adults. Yeah. Because now they view them as monsters, and no one wants these monsters. To be more human, yeah. but that's what they're supposed to do. Well, I mean, think about it. You don't humanize the boogeyman, you know what I mean? You don't ever, like, the monster that's under your kid's bed, you never humanize it and go like, well, listen, the boogeyman was touched by his creepy uncle, and now, you know what I'm saying, he just wants to eat you, you know what I mean? He just That's just him. Rough things happen in people's life, Timmy. Now go to bed. Well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you wouldn't do that to a child. You wouldn't be like, listen, kid. He's had a hard life. You're just there smoking a cigarette and shit like, listen, you kid. All right. He was beaten by his father. His mother touched him inappropriately, and so did his uncle. They had a grand old time about it. Now he's fucked up, and now he wants to fuck you up. Tells life. Vicious cycle. Listen, Timmy, no one cares about your problems, okay? You're a six-year-old kid who does soccer after school. You're living pretty nice, man. How about how about some sympathy for Mr. Boogeyman, huh? Huh? Yeah, exactly. You didn't think about that. This is his nine-to-five. You don't even think about what he goes through. How maybe Mrs. Boogeyman doesn't like putting up with his shit. I don't know. It gets really deep into it. Yeah, going to a Scary Terry kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like he had his family at home. <laughs> yeah. Not here. You don't bring that here. <laughs> you don't bring that here. Get off my back, woman. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nah, that's just crazy, though, man. When you really think about, like, some of that shit, though. I mean, the way that the show really humanizes it. But some of the shit they say is just creepy as fuck, man. Like, yeah. uh... Uh, what's that? The the main guy that they talk to is a uh, Edmund Kemper. Yeah, 
And man, that dude is just creepy as all fuck. The way he talks, like he yeah. just man, it's fucking wild. I I don't want to give any spoilers for people who haven't seen the show. No, I'm gonna give but. a big spoiler right now. So uh, Ed Kemper, also known as the co-ed killer, uh, basically he uh, raped and murdered a bunch of co-ed college girls. He wasn't ever caught either. He turned himself in because no one ever came looking for him, yeah. and he got tired of hiding out basically on the lam when there was no one searching for him. Yeah, it's just wild. Um, but anyway. He also murdered his mother, and he raped her corpse. And you're thinking, wow, that's terrible. It gets worse is the way he raped her. So he cut off her head and fucked her throat, her decapitated fucking throat. And basically in the show, he goes into graphic detail, and he talks about the muscles in your neck and how tight it feels on your penis. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Yeah, man, shit's pretty wild man and now in this new season you know they're gonna add charles manson and they're bringing back uh ed ed kemper and they're still trying to find that because there's this serial killer that they kind of hint at that's killing people and stuff like that well that hasn't started yet but it's obviously the precursor to it yeah like uh he has a stressor on his life you know they show you know a, a messed up family life you know with his wife and you know just a bunch of stress you know losing his job um, working for an alarm company, he starts getting more into more like twisted shit. Like he starts drawing, you know, women being tied up and beaten and all that shit. Yeah. Basically, how it was just the perfect culmination of things to create a serial killer. I guess in his life, like everything just kind of snowballed into this fucking thing that that began. But it's like it doesn't say who he is, but it's just kind of showing. And then in season two, it kind of starts showing more that he's actually started, and now the BAU is actually trying to find him. And stuff like that. And Ed Kemper's trying to help them. But uh, he's saying you'll never catch him if, you know what I'm saying, if he's if he's doing everything right. But it's it's fucking wild, though, man. When you really think of it. And then, like I said, they bring Charles Manson into it. to uh, They interview him and stuff like that. Yeah, and like I said, it's, it's roughly based on what historically happened. Because a bit of it's obviously spiced up for the... For the screen or Netflix, as it were. Of course. Because you got to make it entertaining. Yeah. You, you know, know people's mean? day-to-day isn't exactly as interesting as, you know, talking about people fucking next. Yeah. But also, just like like the way his relationship plays out, also how soft-spoken he is. Because the real guy, I think, was actually a veteran, and he was much more tough than that. He wasn't as, not effeminate, but not as soft-spoken as he was in the show. Who? The, the real guy, the guy who it's based on. Oh, okay. I thought we were still talking about the uh, serial killer guy. That no, was no, no. Revealed. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, they said it was more of a hard ass. Yeah, that that serial killer, I think it's supposed to be... I looked it up. The The guy they're alluding it is actually evaded capture for a long time. You know how he was caught? Oh. Uh, I don't remember who it is, but I remember how he was caught because it made me laugh. What's up? So he called the police, and he asked them if it was possible for them to find out what computer a file came from. If he sent, if you know, they sent it on a floppy disk, and they said no, there's no way to do it. They lied. It was a trick. Yes, yes, you can. You can see what computer something was made on. Uh-huh. So he, so he created a document and he emailed it to the police force, and they found out what computer it was made from and found him from that. So he started killing in the 70s. They didn't ah. fucking catch him till the computer age, dude. Yeah. He was free for a long time. They weren't even close. That's kind of like Jeffrey Dahmer when you think about it. He started in the late 70s. He didn't get caught till 1991. Yeah. Because, I mean, because uh, depending on the serial killer, um, as long as their emotions don't, as long as they don't make too many mistakes emotionally, because yeah. usually that's what, 
for a long time, what used to get them caught was that they would become emotional. Something would set them off. They'd go into a tailspin, and then that would cause them to make mistakes. But usually, you know, these are people, you know, a lot of serial killers, you know, they're career criminals. Yeah. They start out with petty crimes, you know, animal cruelty, uh, you know, vandalism, um, you know, petty theft. burglary, petty yeah. theft, shit like that. And then, you know, it escalates. You yeah. know, they do jail time. They meet other criminals. They find out how you get away with shit. And then they get better at hunting people because that's what they eventually move to. Yeah. Because that's what it pushes them towards. Yeah. By the way, have you ever heard of a podcast called Murder Made Me Famous? No. Dude, check that shit out. So look, they talk about serial killers and their crimes and shit like that and like facts from cases. That shit is fucking trippy, man. I heard one today. The newest one they just released was uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. That shit is fucking wild, dog. Yeah. Have you actually seen... So they have a... A lot of movies about Dahmer, actually, but uh, the newest one that I saw was uh, My Friend Dahmer. Have you seen that shit? No. Fucking crazy. So, look, apparently Dahmer, as a kid, right, he was like an alcoholic. They used to get beat all the time and shit like that. Well, anyway, um, he used to go to the mall with his friends, right? Or Well, his supposed quote-unquote friends. Yeah. They would pay him money to just act stupid in public. So, he would, like, just be, like, fucked up on alcohol they would all collect this money from random people. They'd be like, oh, hey, do you want to see this guy just be fucking stupid? And they're like, oh, man, Dahmer's a man. Well, they give him money, and he would go to the mall, and he would just start yelling, like, fucking obscenities and get, like, really close to people and start shit. Like, he would just be like, <laughs> like, just, you know, doing crazy dumbass shit. But to them, they thought it was funny because they're like, oh. And then, like, from my friend Dahmer, it kind of hints a little bit that you can tell, like, it's fucking with his mind. Yeah. And then, like, uh, but it doesn't, because the thing was, it was his childhood friend, so it doesn't actually go into Dahmer's killing. It just focuses more on his upbringing and how other people kind of saw him. It's based on the book, My Friend Dahmer, that the gentleman wrote. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, though. Good movie. I'd, I mean, I'm, interested. I'm willing to believe it. Yeah. Uh, definitely check it out if you get the chance, but uh, I forgot where I saw I think I saw it on HBO, but it's My Friend Dahmer. Yeah. It's pretty good. Also, they had an old Dahmer movie. With, uh, who's that guy from the Marvel comics? The one that plays the dude with the fucking arrow. What's him? Hawkeye? Yeah, Jeremy the dude. Renner? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, he plays Jeffrey Dahmer in a movie. And, uh, that shit's fucking crazy, too. So it talks about, like, him bringing this guy home. Because, did you know, actually, he lured mostly African-American males home from, like, gay bars and shit like that. Really? Yeah, it was African-American. At first, he started off as straight bars, but then he found out it was... You know, a little bit harder to bring people home than those like underground gay bars. And it yeah. was all it was almost always African American males. I wonder why. I don't know. It didn't really ever explain. But uh yeah, he he would just take them home, bro, and fuck them up. And then that's where he would pick them up at. But I thought that was interesting that you know, but you know what they say they always a lot of serial killers tend to get a pattern or they look for a type. So it did kind of make me wonder like why did he always go for like African American males? Maybe he was attracted to black dudes. Maybe. I know Jeffrey Dahmer first started with, like, a hitchhiker when he was leaving town. He had just finished high school and he was leaving town. He picked up he picked up a hitchhiker on his way to college, I guess. Never heard from again. And then that's where they say it started. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of serial killers or a lot of people who end up becoming murderers, a lot of their first victims are usually, like, victims of opportunity. Yeah. It's someone who's just there to be killed, which is why I use the, you know, serial killers... Usually their first victim is someone close to them, mm-hmm. just because usually that's the opportunity. Yeah. You know, a friend on an abandoned trail. Yeah. You know, a family member who they can lure somewhere. 
Um, you know, shit like that is, is usually where, where it starts. Yeah, because think about it. I mean, if, like, one of our family members invited us somewhere, like, to go hiking or something, like, hey, man, I want to go camping. Like, we should go and go bonding. You won't really think too much about it. You know what I mean? You just be like, oh, okay, it's whatever. Well, maybe not you. You don't like camping and shit. I don't like outdoors, period. So, yeah, I'd think about it. I'd be like, wait a minute. They're looking to gut me and eat me because I don't like being outdoors, and I'm a miserable company out there. Yeah, sure, that's exactly how I would go. But I'm saying, you know, that's what, I mean? what like, I would you'd, think. You'd let your defense, you would let your defenses down a little bit more around family because you'd be like, it's family, you know what I mean? Like they're they care about my well-being and whatnot for the most part. Yeah, but I uh, wholeheartedly recommend Mindhunters. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing on Netflix. Show. Amazing. Ten season. episodes the first season. Second season comes out Friday, August the sixteenth. 16th good shit i'd recommend it um i, I watched it. it i recommended it to junior he watched it he also liked it so yeah. i knew i wasn't crazy for liking it no yeah definitely it was definitely a good show which hey by the way so check this out i was online earlier watching king of the hill and uh no 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 i was watching like little short little like funny videos and stuff like tiktok i was watching little funny tiktok videos and there was one on there and uh You're talking around i just kind of want to bring this up because i I don't really understand it too much. I mean, maybe some viewers can give some insight, some listeners. But so there was this girl on there, right? And she's using this audio. And she's like, guys, when we say we like it rough, imagine like Ted Bundy, but without the death at the end. So what do you think? Because I know quite a few women that like, they like the like the spanking and the hair pulling and the choking and the degrading type shit. What do you think that is? You think that's like a psychological need or that's just like, like what what is the thing that finds that hot? Because they were doing like a study, they said, as far as like for the men part of it. And they say the reason why men like doing that is because like the feeling of dominance. Like it's like a, uh, it's like a feeling from like back in the Stone Age, you know what I mean? When like men had to dominate women and they had to like show who was boss. And they're like, it's an internal thing that's been passed down through generations for this need of man to overpower women and show their dominance over women. Well, it's, okay, so... The way it was described, because I listened to Joe Rogan podcast, he's had a couple evolutionary biologists. There's three methods of reproduction in men. Okay. The first one being you have a monogamous partner, you uh, you reproduce together, you raise it together, it's your offspring, you invest in it. The second is you fuck a bunch of women willy nilly, don't care about how the kid turns out, but you know your seed is successfully passed on. She worries about raising them. You go off and do your own so thing. Essentially, the man is like polyamorous and yeah, okay. like uh, it basically you invest in multiple partners. So basically, you attempt to sleep with or seduce or whatever multiple women so to increase your odds of having a kid. Yeah. The third method is rape. Okay. So you can't get a woman by either the first or the second method. So you're not, uh, you know, socially in whatever group you're in. You know, you're not at the top. You know, you're not the most muscular man, so women don't want to flock to you. You know, you're not charismatic in some way. You don't have some method that women to find lure attractive. Women to you. Yeah. So you physically overpower them, and that's the way that you seek to reproduce. Uh-huh. Those are, so that's why men find the dominant thing attractive, because it appeals to one of the three methods of reproduction that just has happened over evolutionary terms. Yeah. So do you think that's um, why women find it attractive as well, because it's one of the three? No, uh, they don't. Um, the... The women thing is a bit different. <laughs> Joe Rogan actually, I don't know if he was joking or not, but he said that what he thinks it is, is that women want to be with a man that they know can protect them, 
And part of knowing that they can protect them is knowing that they can kill them, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So, like, if they decide to just put a little bit more pressure on the neck, like, they can snap their yeah, neck kind of. Yeah, like, you know, the, the the feeling of being choked is that he could literally end my life, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, man, I, I've seen a lot more videos like that, not only on TikTok, but, like, on Instagram, YouTube. And I was listening to this other podcast that's called uh, Call Me Daddy. And so it's, like, about, like, it's these two women from New York who talk about, how, you know what I mean, like, women should empower themselves to have sex and not feel ashamed and shit like that. Well, one of the things they talk about, too, is that, and they're just, like, you know, they're, like, giving, like, guys sex advice. And that was one of the things that they were giving as advice. They were, like, guys, they're, like, trust me, we like being choked and slapped. They're, like, they're like disrespect us a little bit. But then that's when they got into, the, like, the degrading, because then they were talking about there was this one guy. She was texting him, and she was drunk, and she was, like... Instead of disrespect, she put degrade. She's like, I want you to degrade me. So then he started sending back weird shit, and she never talked to him again. Because then he was like, yeah, I want to fucking spit down your throat while I choke you. And, like, weird shit, you know what I mean? Like, to just, like, degrade her as a human being. And so that, I don't know, man. I just thought that was a weird, the human mind, the human psyche is a motherfucker. So it made me start thinking, like, human beings, men and women individually or you know whatever you consider yourself as are fucking weird bro well it's also personal preference they can't say that all women like that because no. just like not all dudes like that like i'm sure there are some dudes who for instance having never tried it i think that i would be turned off in a moment of girls like choke me i'd be like no it'd no i'm not gonna do that it'd be strange to you yeah i'd be like listen we can still do everything else but i'm not gonna choke you i'm not yeah. gonna slap you in the face i've I think I've slapped in the face a couple times, but it's not like like a hard, like I'm trying to slap the ever-loving shit out of you. It's just like I'm trying, like a couple taps to the face. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like I said, I having never tried it, I find that weird. I tried it the other way too, though. Like, you know, I, some woman wanted to slap me before, and I, I tried it just to see how it was. Because I was like, you know, I, and how was I, it? I dish it. Let me see if I can take it. It's very awkward. I would imagine. Because she was on top of me choking me and slapping me. I somewhat liked it, but I didn't. Is that weird? Like I don't know. I don't know how to describe because like the choking, like, I thought it was okay. You know what I mean? Like that that didn't bother me. But then when like she slapped me, then I was like, I don't like this. Like I don't like being slapped. <laughs> but that might be a prison thing where I was starting to think I was like, she must think I'm a hoe. <laughs> so then immediately, you know what I mean? Like I just, but it it did kind of it like brought this kind of like not rage, but like this this urge inside of me to just then dominate her. You know what I mean? So then, like, I flipped her over and shoved her face in a pillow and started smacking her ass. So, you know what I mean? It kind of led somewhere. So I was like, this would be, like, a good, like, uh, precursor, I guess, like a small lead-up. But I, I, I didn't really enjoy it, like, as far as the act went. I didn't like being slapped in my face. Like I said, I think it's a personal preference thing. Because, I mean, there's some guys like being pissed on and shit by women and, you know, sure. totally degraded. Sure. Yeah. Some guys, huh? Huh? Yeah, some women too, they like that shit. Yeah, some people. Some people. You know, some put, people out there. Put a tarp down. I don't know. <laughs> let's get this started. You know, let's find out. Golden showers. R. Kelly was R. a part Kelly of one. Did it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. He was rich. He must have done something right. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I'm man. Kidding. I'm kidding. Robert Kelly, a motherfucker, dog. <laughs> nah, man. This is just, it's just wild to me, though, to even think about that type of shit. When you think about, like, just all the fetishes out there, like foot fetishes, like, there was this girl who, uh,. She uh she made all her money by sending pictures of her feet to men for money. Yeah. So men would wire her like thousands of dollars for pictures of her feet, and she Something said it has the 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 most attractive feet. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I don't know how you even have that contest, but apparently she has very attractive feet. So she would sell pictures of her feet to people. Now, see, I don't know what attractive feet are, but I know what ugly feet are. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't like ugly feet. I I like feet to look pretty. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look... But me, it's different because I feel like it's a... Uh, I look at feet and I'm like, I feel like if a woman takes care of her feet, she kind of takes care of herself. So I kind of... That's what I associate it with mentally. So when I see a woman with fucked up feet, I'm like, that's gross. Uh, I wonder what else she don't take care of. You know what I mean? So again, that's probably just a mind thing for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of people look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people look at the way you take care of your car. Uh, you take care of your hair, your facial hair. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of little things that people look at that are like, okay, if he do- if he or she doesn't take care of this, what else do they not take care of? Even though they may not necessarily be correlated, that's that's what they see. Yeah. Like for instance, like a big one in Latin cultures, dancing's a big thing. Yes. Do you know why? So if a man can dance, a man can fuck, right? Correct. Yeah. That's that's what the thinking is that if you can dance. You can fuck. Yeah. Even though the two aren't relate necessarily related, because you can be the best dancer in the world and suck ass in bed, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but that that's what the thought is that somehow these two things equal each other. Yeah. And I guess it, the same thing works with feet. Maybe that if a girl has really pretty feet, then I don't know. Maybe she. Top notch pussy. I, may, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they're correlated. I don't know. I just I feel like to me it's more of a like a maintenance thing. I feel like okay, if she has pretty feet, then she likes to take care of herself. Yeah, but I, you're not I out, like. But you're not out here like fucking feet. No, no, I'm not like out here fucking feet and shit like that. But I actually did know someone like that. Jesus Christ! And that shit was wild. That is crazy shit. Were you there when they did it? Were they like raping a girl's feet and you're like, oh my god? No, well, not sick. Not raping a girl's feet. I was actually in raping prison. Raping a dude's feet? I was in. Nigga. I was in prison when it happened. There was this. Uh, there was this. There was this big guy, and uh, he had this smaller gentleman that I guess he thought had attractive feet. And he told him so, and he was like, you have really pretty feet, and uh, you're my bitch now. It's basically how it went, and uh, long story short, dude ended up jerking off on his feet. On his feet, so not with his feet on it. Yeah, like he just like, he knocked the dude out, jerked off over him, and came on his feet. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And did he knock him out because he wasn't cooperating, or did he knock him out because it was part of the fetish? No, he wasn't cooperating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that he, makes sense. I wouldn't cooperate either. He wasn't either. following, and he just... It was wild, man. I don't know, dog. It was, uh... The only reason we knew... Well, I mean, we knew he got beat up, and then we just... Assumed thought, the rest? Yeah, we assumed the rest. You saw some liquid on his he, feet, uh, and you were like, ooh. No, no. Uh, we later found out because... Uh, Priya. No, he... Uh, the dude killed himself. Oh shit! No kidding. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude killed himself. He said he couldn't go back to his family like that. Dude was married and everything. You know what I'm saying? He had a wife, kids, shit like that. Fucking killed himself because he said he, he get... couldn't go back to his family like that. I don't know if he liked it or if that just like he felt violated or. Maybe, I would assume it was the second one. Or he woke up with semen on his feet and he was like, "What else was assaulted?" I don't know. Well, you, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Thank you know. Thank God it hasn't happened to me. That's all I can say. Feel for the dude, but you know. Shit happens. It's, it's a dog eat dog world out here. Shit's rough though, man. I don't in know. there specifically. Oh yeah, actually. Yeah, I don't know, man. Shit's just wild. Though. But it may, but again, that was the thing that I was thinking of. I was like, bro, I can't believe a dude is willing to like. Of course, in there, it's a lot different. You know what I mean? But to do to be willing to go that far just for a foot fetish, that's just wild to me, dog. I can't even conceive that shit. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I like certain things too, but I'm not willing to go that far for it. You yeah, I, mean? I would imagine. I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to be out here just beating women up like, bitch, give me that foot. You yeah, know? but you're not in defeat like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I can't imagine though having like. I like toes. Toes are pretty. No, you don't like toes. No, I like toes are pretty. I like it. I'm actually afraid. It's to always. Go to... It's always weird for a man to be sucking on a big toe though. I'm gonna be honest with you, because I feel like 
I shouldn't be doing anything in a suckling fashion. <laughs> like, yeah. Now I'm I afraid just, to go to sleep. So like, I'm going to have to go to sleep with socks on my door lock. Right, to be fuck safe. you. Because I don't want to wake up with some strange liquid on my toes. First off, be like, dude, God, dude, no. those ugly bear claws you call feet, like, ain't nobody coming on them. I'm going to do that right now. Point. I mean, maybe it's a, it's a dominance thing. They're like, <laughs> they look like bear claws like fucking a bear's feet. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I'm not part of the fetish. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. Shit's weird out here. People are just... I don't know, man. What's the weirdest thing that you've heard maybe a coworker or a friend or something just tell you that they like? No, pretty you the the it's weird to say normal cuz I don't find it attractive but usually uh spanking, slapping and, and So like choking. pretty normal shit basically. Yeah, like it's pretty mainstream, I wouldn't call it normal. It's mainstream. not like a right field fetish. Yeah, not that I know of. Um I don't know, man. Like, you know about, like, those fetishes, like, the dudes that, that like watching their wives get fucked or, uh... Oh, uh, yeah. Cuckoldry. Yeah, that... Cuckolding. Yeah. Or, like, the, uh, the guys that hire those, like, really muscular women to choke them out and shit like that. Yeah, no. Like, that's... Not anyone true. personally, but I guess, to be fair, if I had a fetish like that, I wouldn't go around espousing that shit to people. Because <laughs> it only takes a second for that rumor to get around. Fear and be like, that's the nigga that has women choke them out with their legs. Like, what? Hey, <laughs> right, man, did you hear? What? That dude hires Olympic weightlifters to choke him out. What, son? Yeah. Pretty hot. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, weird. Weird. Yeah. Like, that's a dude who hires five dudes to jack off on him while, and then on his wife. It's like, what? I don't know why, bro. Like, uh, I have this group of friends. I don't know why. We find it just super hilarious to make soggy biscuit jokes. So, like, every time somebody's doing something and we're wondering what they're doing, we're like, man, what do you think he's doing there? I bet you they're all jerking off into a biscuit, seeing that he's going to win. Soggy biscuit? Soggy biscuit. Yeah, I don't know why. Like this is a thing that we find funny. To it's be weird because like, I've never heard Soggy Biscuit. I've heard Icky Cookie and I've heard Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I don't know, man. People Which is the same weird. premise, but Icky Cookie with a cookie instead of a biscuit. Yeah, and uh, Frosty the Snowman with a hat instead of a, a food item. Yeah, I don't know. That's just strange. I don't know, man. People I would argue weird. it's all strange. It's know. not like the hat makes it weirder than the food. No, either. not the hat. Yeah. What I'm saying is that period is is weird. Kind of like a Dutch rudder. You know what I mean? Where I don't you, know what that is. Okay, so look, I hold on to my penis. You hold on to your penis, and then. I grab your shoulder of the arm that's holding your penis and then I work it in a circular motion. Therefore, you're jerking off holding your penis. But with your motion. Yes. So it's that gay because I'm not touching you. You never seen that from Knocked Up? No, that sounds um, like I'm trying to think of the mechanics. No, it's of that. not Knocked Up. It's uh, Zach, and, Zach and Mary make a porno. So basically, like, look, like. I've hey, never actually seen that movie. Okay, so with my right hand, I would grab my penis, right? Okay. And my left hand would grab your right hand. Or right I, shoulder. Yeah, yeah basically. Or like left, uh, right upper arm, and you would grab my right upper arm, and then you would work it in a circular motion. And as you can see, my hand is going in a circular like, motion. But that's like jacking off with your offhand. Like I don't think that'd be that pleasurable. Like my arm would get tired. I'd be like, shit, dude. I don't know. Apparently, it's a thing, man. I don't know. What I don't to tell think you it's a real thing. I think they made it up maybe for the movie because that shit doesn't even make sense. I don't know. I feel like it's it's too crazy to be made up. Is that weird? No. I mean, I could see that, but at the same time, it's a little too bizarre. Like it's way out there. Like, that doesn't even sound sexually pleasurable. I don't know. That's kind of like those guys, though, that like to have their, like, women put on a strap-on and fuck them in the ass. Uh, pegging. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See, look at that. I'll tell you, there's names for everything. I, I never heard of a name for the Dutch rudder until now. <laughs> now you know. There you go. Add it to your arsenal. Is now it you similar got to rudder. a Dutch oven? <laughs> Is it the same family? I do not think so. Oh, so, guys, by the way, uh, this past weekend, it was our brother's birthday. Uh, we're not going to say his name, but he turned 15. Well, I mean, I guess we always say his name, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Danny. Anyway, so Danny Danny turned 15 this past Saturday, and uh, woo, what a birthday lunch we had. <laughs> it was something. 
We shouldn't bring it up again, but uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was bad. It was crazy. It was bad for him. I don't know. I mean, do you want to dive into it a little bit? Nope. Not even skate the surface? I want to no, talk about it a little was, bit. It was bad enough what we did at the lunch. We do not need to bring it up here on a public podcast. I don't know. I kind of want to touch it just a little bit. Nope. Not even with not even with a stick from far away? Nope. All right, then. I we're not going to bring on. it up. All we're, right, then. We're moving past We're it. just going to say the lunch did not end well for my brother. He <laughs> ended up basically crying in the bathroom. <laughs> and then, look, he used the, uh, he used the like, sixth grade uh, girl excuse of I wasn't crying in the bathroom. He splashed water on his face. And this is how I knew he was crying. I went to go check on him because I was like, guys, I feel bad. I'm going to go check on him. Which, by the way, I wasn't the one that made him cry for the first time in a while. So I went to go check you on him. You were? I was not. Oh, okay. No, I didn't make him cry. So not I went this to, time. Not this time, exactly. So I went to go check on him. And so I went to go check on him, and I see him, and he just splashed water on his face. And as soon as I see him, I'm like, hey. And he's like, I wasn't crying. Like, he just cut me off. And he's like, I wasn't crying. I just washed my face. And I was like... Yeah, that's totally not suspicious. I said, Danny, that's why you cry in the shower. They just be like, <laughs> I said that way when you people ask why your eyes red, soap got into your eye and you would just wash the tears away. <laughs> to clarify, that's not actually what happened. What happened is he opened the door. My brother Danny said that, and then you started laughing hysterically. <laughs> you walked back to the table and then you made that joke at the table. Yeah, because I thought it'd be funnier if I had an audience, and uh, I think it went over really well. Anyway, it was funnier to me that you just started laughing hysterically at, <laughs> in the bath. Like, you literally opened the bathroom door, you see him at the mirror, and then you just start laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. And then you basically run back to the table, <laughs> and then you tell us all that he was crying in the bathroom. Because y'all weren't there, so y'all didn't know. It, the funny part wasn't that he was crying in the bathroom. It's kind of funny. The though. funny part was that as soon as he sees me, he feels the need to defend himself and let me know, I'm not crying. That's not why my face is wet. My face is wet because I washed it. <laughs> and then look, the thing is... It's he, kind of funny that he was look, crying in the bathroom. Then look, the thing is, before that, he... My mom and Rose and my sister were talking. No. And he lets himself off the table, and he's just like, Excuse me, ladies, I'm going to go hang myself now. He made a Waterboy reference, which to me made it funny. But then you look at his face, and you're like, Oh, shit, he's really sad, and he's masking it with humor. This is... Wow, Danny's a a trooper, bro. We gotta go check on him. And then I get there, and he's just like, I wasn't crying. My face is wet because I watched Trooper immediately went out the window in your definition of Danny. I was like, fuck. I was like, god damn it. I said, just what I thought. I could give him props. He fucked it up. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. That by the way, that's two years in a row that someone has made Danny cry on his birthday. Last year it was me. I'll take that. I made him cry because I threatened to flip a table at a pizza pizza place. place. I don't remember the pizza place we were at. We I don't either. Wow, well, it was a small pizza place. It was, I, it was near the Deerbrook Mall. That's all I remember. Yeah, I don't. We know. were over there for something else too. I don't remember what. I know, right? I think we went to Deerbrook Mall for something, and then we met them there. Yes, because we didn't know they were going to eat there. They just told us it was there. Yeah, and then we met them. There. I don't know what happened. Anyway, long story short, I had been out of jail for about all of three days. Seven. It was seven days. I got released August third. It was out seven days. So I was out seven days, and. I went to go eat, and I was like this super high and mighty righteous Muslim where I was like, pork can't even be in my vicinity. So they put the, the pepperoni pizza in front of me, which pepperoni is pork, and they put the cheese pizza on the other side of me. So uh, instead of taking being rational and being like, hey, can we just switch pizzas? I was like all appalled and shit like that. Like, oh, man, I can't believe this motherfucking shit. And I got like just, I don't know, without going too much into details, I got super frustrated and then it leaded into, man, 
uh, I'm gonna flip this fucking table over. Cause me and my sister then got into it, and then she's like, "You gonna flip the table over, huh? You a big man? Gonna flip the table? Over? Flip it over, huh? Go ahead, flip it over." So I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna flip it over. That's gonna be. I'm gonna be the guy that flips the table over." And uh, if only it was that rational. I can tell you as someone who was there. Do you want to know how it started? Is I said, "Oh, they put the pizzas in the wrong place." Junior, can you move the pepperoni? I got the cheese pizza. And then he's like, "I'm not gonna touch it." I was like, "What?" And he said, I'm not going to touch it because it's pork. I was like, I'm not asking you to touch the pepperoni. I'm asking you to move the pizza so I can move to the move cheese the over here. That holds the pizza. Correct. That's all I was asking from you. And then I realized my mistake. And basically what ended up having to happen was you stormed off after Danny. Well, you didn't storm off. Danny, Danny went to the bathroom to cry because he was upset because he felt like he had caused it even though he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then you went after him because you're like, shit, I feel bad, but I'm still angry, so I don't know what to do. So I'm going to say I'm going to the bathroom, but I'll go talk to him real quick. And that's what you did. And yeah. then we, me and Rosie switched it over. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but I, I made Danny cry uh, uh, the last birthday. So I'm pretty proud that I wasn't the one that caused his tears this time. I don't know why. if proud is the right word you should use because he still ended up crying. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Though, you know, so. It was the same birthday group. It was mom. Rosie, me, you, and Danny. God damn, we gotta stop getting together. <laughs> yeah, apparently we just caused Danny to cry. Because <laughs> look, the funny thing is, man, it's usually always, I don't know, it's something that triggers Danny that makes him sensitive. Because I don't know, man, every time that I'm around Danny, I just like getting on his fucking ass, <laughs> like just to mess with him. Apparently, look, it had already started kind of bad, though, because they went to go buy him a shirt for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And oh my god, man. So look, for some reason, Danny feels like he's an XL. He is not. So, <laughs> Listen, not not to be mean to the kid, but I'm fat. He's fat too. He's a double XL. He just refuses to admit it. He shops in the big boy section. He's, he's it's alright. He's an XL if like two of the X's was faded off. So. <laughs> this is the same joke you keep making. So look, man. Which, by the way, we gotta say another joke that happened last night. So anyway, he thinks he's an XL, so my mom just buys him these shirts for his birthday. So he buys himself a shirt that he wants to wear to his birthday lunch. And so what happens is he buys this shirt without trying it on. So then we get home and he tries to put it on. It's way too tight. <laughs> way too tight. The buttons are about to bust, man. Most Some of them don't even button up because like, they can't reach. Yeah, so he gets really upset. Me and Alex don't know this. We're in the fucking living room playing Madden or watching something. I think we're playing Madden. I think we so were. So I see him, and I start fucking with him. And I'm like, <laughs> he's bent over looking for another shirt. And I didn't know none of this other prior stuff happened. So we I didn't know. Him. Yeah, we didn't know at all. So I was like, damn, man. You got some butter for them rolls? <laughs> he just was like, wow, real funny, original. I can't believe you made that joke. It's great. I'm fat. And he, like, walks off. And I was like, fuck wrong with him. <laughs> I was like, why are you so mad on his birthday? <laughs> and, then our, and then our mom walked up. She's like, hey, listen, he's a bit upset because his shirt didn't fit up. And then she shouldn't have told us. No, she shouldn't she have told us. Because then we, immediate, we immediately get up. We stop playing Madden. And then we go to fuck with him in her room. We're like, hey, fatty, you're not an XL anymore. You're a double X. And then we're like, it's okay, you're a double X. You're just fat. You're just round. Look how round you are. It's basically what, what happens there. So I make the same King of the Hill joke where I'm like, he has to start shopping at H Dumpty's. <laughs> Store for little fat kids where Bobby has to go when he realizes he's fat. So I was like, now that Danny knows he's fat, he could go shop at H. Dumpty's. Now that his eyes are open. But it was just fucking... To me, it was hilarious. So then... It was funny to me, too. So I'm an XL. So then I put the shirt on. I said, you see this, Mom? I'm an XL. This fits. I said, you know what? I'm going to wear it for him, Mom. You know, because I love it. And she's like, don't do that. Don't do that. He's going to be upset. I said, I'm not really going to do it. This fucked up. And so then uh, we're watching Criminal Minds last night, me and Alex. 
video. I don't know why we're watching, but we're watching it. And oh, because we're talking about uh, mine hunters and all that, and then we just started watching Criminal Minds off of that. Yeah, because that's also with the BAU. So we start watching it, and there's a kid there with a bomber jacket. Well, no, there's an adult with a bomber jacket that's really creepy. So Danny makes a really weird. I uh, I can't even say joke. Not a statement, I guess. How do you how you want to describe? It? Okay. I'm gonna let you describe it. You're better than no, I. No. So basically, what happened was that there was a period in time in which Danny thought bomber jackets were the coolest thing in the world. He got himself a bomber jacket. He got a fucking patch put on the back of it. Like, he he went the whole nine yards with his fucking bomber jacket <laughs> shit. Because he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. He wore it all the time. He di- The only thing he didn't do, thank God, was pick up aviators. Because I thought that was the next step. Bagginess. Like he Like, he acted like he was a fucking World War II pilot or some shit. <laughs> with the bomber jacket on and shit. And, uh, and basically, you know, he eventually stopped. He grew out of it. He realized... This maybe he literally isn't a, grew out of it. He grew out of that bomber jacket, <laughs> and he simultaneously realized that maybe it's not as cool as I think it is. And uh, and, and so there's a guy wearing a bomber jacket acting creepy, and I made the joke that that's Danny with his bomber jacket. <laughs> so, we, so then we started just pretending we were Danny. Because the dude in the show was being real creepy and rapey. Very rapey. <laughs> so he was like... So he was like, I noticed you were bent over. So we started making jokes about Danny. And we're like, we're, like, we're in this bomber jacket because it gets cold out here raping at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to hell. Listen, like. listen, you had to be there. I know I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God. How can they laugh about their brother being a rapist? But trust me, it's funny. You don't know him. He has, his, he has creepy moments. Like, he just doesn't understand what is and isn't socially appropriate sometimes. Because my sister, she'll bring her other female friends, and he'll just do creepy shit. Like, not always intentionally, not always with the intent to be a creep, but it comes <laughs> off that way. And so we make the joke that he's a creepy guy, even though he's not. For the record, that's why it's funny. It's like a layered joke. You just got to know. Yeah, you got to dig through the layers. Like, I don't know, man. Like, Danny found it super hilarious one time. I don't know. My sister was having a party in the backyard at my dad's house, and Danny was there. And what happened was there's a party there, and there's girls. You know what I mean? And so Danny comes out of his room to get a glass of water, and he only comes out in his underwear <laughs> and nothing else on. So then somebody sees him, and they're like, I cannot even with him. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I don't know why. He just does weird shit in front of women. He's socially awkward in front of women. He's socially awkward in front of everyone. It's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's magnified because it's creepy because of the opposite <laughs> sex. I don't know, man. And then, like, he has a real hard staring problem. I, you know, I understand. You see somebody cute. You want to look a little bit, you know what I mean? You like to, you know, not necessarily... Take in the view. Yeah, take in the view, thank you. But he, like, ogles. Like, it's creepy. <laughs> like, look, I'm driving, right? One time, there are, like, these two girls walking, I guess, home from school. And Danny damn near breaks his fucking neck trying to look at these girls. He stares them down the whole way, follows them. Even as I drive past them, he, like, turns around. I'm like, can you stare any harder? And he's like, huh? What? <laughs> I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't staring. I think I know them. And I was like, even when you were staring at the back of their head, <laughs> that you were gonna figure them out, right? You you could tell from the back of their heads who they were. As I mentioned, I don't know, man. Sometimes I don't know if that's all kids now. They're just creepy like that. But Danny no, Danny was comes a spe- off as a creep. Danny was a special case. Even when he was younger, even like when he was like ten. He had some creepy moments with Rosie's friends. Shit happens. He was a little creepy kid. Happens. I'm sure he'll grow out of it once he interacts with more people. Maybe. I don't know. One can hope. That or we're going to see him on an episode of fucking Mindhunters. See. Oh, we're going to see him on Criminal Minds. He's going to be on the evening news first. <laughs> Local fat kid does some creepy shit to women. It's like, ooh. 
Like, ooh, maybe she. We're gonna see him on Criminal Minds, bro. Be like, the suspect is clearly fucking depraved. He's probably made fun of a lot when he was a child. Ah, uh, listen, I, I don't. He wanna... used to like to flaunt himself in his underwear. Listen, <laughs> I, I hope that he doesn't show up on an episode of Criminal Minds, because then we're gonna be the reason. They're gonna break it down. They're gonna be like, it's because he was always bullied and picked on by siblings. Be like, ooh. But I don't know, man. Cause look, I made that nigga creepy. That I, was I feel like his siblings. It's your job as a sibling, man, to just fuck with your other siblings. Yeah, you know what you I mean? gotta, like, we, some, listen, sometimes you got to take the air out of people. You, you got to take yeah. the piss out of people. You know what right? I mean? Because, you know, you get a real inflated sense of ego, and then you go around your family, and then they make you realize, like, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm not as cool as I thought I was. Yeah, you know, you go around your friends, you know, when you're me, you know, you're the handsome one, you're the intelligent one, you're the funny one, you're all three wrapped into one, <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes you just need people to bring you back to Earth, become immortal <laughs> again. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because when you're a god around everyone else, you just need it sometimes. <laughs> you need the tether back to the earth, Junior. You need the tether. And family is that tether holding you down like a hot air balloon on a string. All right? No. That's you know what, what it is. I think it is more. I think your inflated sense of ego has you up in the stratosphere, and then you come home and we're shooting fucking crossbows at you to bring you back down to earth. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I feel like we said basically the same thing. No. <laughs> I feel like we said basically no, the same thing. No, what I'm saying is we got to knock the air out of you out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to take the air out of people sometimes. No, you're saying we're weighing you down. Like, no. I'm, like no. I'm trying to soar into the skies, and here you are holding me back. Absolutely, absolutely not, Junior. What I'm saying is, I'm just a man, all right? It's not my <laughs> fault people elevate me above that. All right, that's where you guys come in. The worst part is, he's not only doing this for the podcast, this is him. And this is us. If you meet my sister, like, if you get all three of us together, we each think that we're the reason that the world turns on its axis. We're the reason the sun rises in the morning, just so it can shine on our face and give us great photography chances. Like, I, I wish I was kidding, but Rosie one time, she was telling a story... <laughs> about some creepy dudes that she that she met at a party and the whole point of her story at the very end wasn't that man those dudes are creepy were man how hard is it being beautiful literally that's what she said she said the problem of being a pretty person yeah she said she said beautiful people problems i said what so i was like yeah it had nothing to do with them being completely creepy she's like i'm telling you if i wasn't so beautiful i wouldn't have to deal with this She's like, God, why do I have to be beautiful and smart? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So then see, we start talking about her and how she got a big-ass head and how she's stupid. So then, you know what I mean? You got to just shoot people down sometimes, man. Yeah, got to bring them back to earth. And no one does it better than your family is what we're Correct. saying. Because, see, they know about your insecurities. They know about your previous flaws. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, that's how I know. They know about your mistakes. Exactly. Your fuck-ups, your misspeaks, your miss, your miss-everything. Exactly, man. Sometimes Misinformation. Sometimes you got to be taken down a peg or two, you know what I mean? Because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're like... You know, when you're like us. When you're a god among men. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? When you just, when your shit don't stink, when you walk on cloud, fuck cloud nine, I'm walking on cloud 12. Y'all are just beneath me, to be honest. Every now and again, people got to come stomp on you and be like, nigga, hold on. You're you're here with the rest of us scum, I guess. I don't know what, the, yeah. I don't know what you people are. But yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to just be brought back. You got to be taken down a notch or 22, you know what I mean, when you're as high as I am. You got to be brought down about 22 notches. To be back in the mortal realm of people. And here we are. And uh, so Danny, we just, uh, we never let him rise at all. We just keep him down there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm bullshit. No, no. The problem is that Danny is so much younger than the rest of us. Is that we were, we all grew up at the same time. So we all saw each other's failures 
firsthand. It yeah. wasn't a story. We saw it. Yeah. I saw when Jordan almost knocked himself out on a pole on on fucking low monkey bars. I saw that. I damn, was there. Damn, you decapitated myself. Junior was there when literally, you know, my my sandal fell apart basically at the <laughs> seams. He was there for that. We were there when Rosie got full blown out of a tire swing. Thrown out of a tire miles swing. An hour. <laughs> she went flying across the playground. We were there for that. We were there, guys. We, we saw it happen firsthand. We were we were yeah. eyewitnesses. And it's just worse for Danny because he wasn't there. He didn't see any of that. Yeah. So we're always there for his fuck ups, and he doesn't know any of ours. He sees us, and he's like, you know, these guys are sitting up there on a, on a, on Mount Olympus, and here I am. Down in the fucking dirt with the donkeys. And we can just laugh at him. In the dirt with the donkeys. <laughs> yeah, because he's a jackass. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that part. Thank you, Junior, for clarifying. Well, in case everybody, you know, in case somebody might have missed I just it. feel like donkeys aren't in dirt, is my point. Is that I don't know why you chose that specific phrase. Well, because they till the land, you know what I mean? So they till probably, the land. Yeah, you know what I mean? You put those plows on them and they till the land. And they're, they're I don't think right those there. are donkeys. There he is. I think those are oxen. Killing with them. Just being a little tiller. Being an ox? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like those aren't donkeys, but, you know. Moving on. Anyway, you know what I mean. We, he's down there among the common folk. Nah, but it's just like, you know what I mean? We see him fuck up. And it's just funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. We can't help ourselves. And, and we don't let him live it down, man. And, you know, you, if you have siblings, you know what the fuck it is. You're just like, fuck, that sounds like exactly like my brothers, or that sounds like exactly like my sister. You know yeah, I mean? and if you have a sibling who's way older than you and all they do is pick on you, that's the reason why. It's because they see your fuck-ups, yeah. and they can exploit it for comedy's sake. And you can't do the same thing to them, yeah. at least not as easily, because, you know, they have grown people problems. You don't even understand that they're problems yet. Yeah, it's not that we... I mean, it's not that we don't love him. I mean, you know... We tolerate he's, him. He's, <laughs> he's there, you know what I mean? I mean, he's kind of a human, anyway. But, you know what I mean... You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know that's the weird thing. Danny told me that because he was like, "There's something wrong with the family." I said, "Why?" We never say we love you. I said, like, "Fuck wrong with you." Like, yeah, haven't you ever seen King of the Hill? Right? Like you're making this hard on me, boy. <laughs> well, fucking Hank can't tell Bobby he loves him, and he's like, "Well, you know." Well, you, you know what I'm trying to say. No, I don't, Dad. Why well, you really making this hard on me, ain't you, boy? Yeah, Danny yeah, was like, you know, weird. He's like, "Why don't we? Why don't any of us tell each other that we love each other?" Like, what? The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Stop being weird. Stop being a creep. I don't know. But I do know families like that that over, overly tell each other that they love each other all the time. Have you seen them? No. Man, I went to my friend's house one time. I must have heard I love you about 32 times. I thought they were sick. I don't know what was wrong with them. I think I've heard dad tell I, tell me I love you. Sober. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I had to quantify. Yeah. I had to qualify sober, it. Sober maybe once. Maybe once. Like, I think I came home from prison. I'm trying to think. It's pretty hard, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I think when I came back from college, basically in disgrace, after ha- not having enough money to continue on my college career. <laughs> yeah, Green he's like, good you know, keep up a scholarship. No, that's that's not what it was. No, I don't know. I just made that up. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I you don't were... know what happened. I was in jail when you were in college. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. You know, ba- basically, I didn't have enough money to continue going to school where I was. Dad came. He's like, you know what? I love you. I understand that you're going through a rough patch right now. You don't have any money. You're basically in debt to the school. So, you know, you can stay here. I love you no matter what happens. Are you still in that debt, by the way? I'm just refusing to pay it off at this point. Why? Because it pissed me off why I have debt. We're not going to get into it here because of my personal finances and shit. <laughs> but no, this it's bullshit why I have debt. They're going to repossess your fucking you know shirt. You, you know what's the worst part? It's not even a lot of money. It's $1,600. What is wrong with you? No, it's on principle, Junior. It's on principle. It's such horse shit why I'm in debt. 
We'll talk about this off air because I want to know this. No, now. you know what? I'm explaining it right here. Okay, go ahead. All right. Hit so me. Basically, what happened was I got scholarships for a full ride to okay. the college I was going to. Got it. Right, yes. full ride. I had enough money to pay for all my classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they never put that money in my account except for like one of them. Only one of them went through, and that was enough to get me started for the year. because yeah. they require some money down, mm-hmm. and then that, and then the rest of it you can pay off at a later date. Yes. So one of my scholarships went through. None of the other ones went through, even though my scholarships were fucking provided by the school. That's and I didn't realize this till I was trying to sign up for my second semester classes. And they're like, oh, no, you owe us money. I was like, from what? I had scholarships. And they're like, well, none of them went through. And they're like, oh, I see you have scholarships here. We'll go ahead and put them through. You just owe us $1,600 for late fees. And I say, go fuck yourselves. I'm not paying any late fees because you guys were supposed to pay yourselves. Yeah. How, how do you have late fees <laughs> from paying yourself? How is that humanly possible? And they were like, well, it's your fault for not checking on your scholarships and making sure that they were actually paid. Sorry, I'm very passionate about this because I was so fucking pissed and still am to this day. I'm going to be honest. I won't pay that either. Now, that's now, that, I, now that I hear actually what happened... That's fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah, that's fucking horse shit is what it is. Uh, welcome to America, man. The land of fuckery. Yeah, so I'm just refusing to pay it. I would too. I mean, now that I know the full story, I kind of would too, just like you said, on principle. I just thought it was some bullshit that you owed that money because I thought, see, when when Dad told me you owed money to the school, I thought it was like, oh, so you didn't get a full ride and now you're just refusing to pay them. No, they paid for all 5,400 something dollars of the schooling. But there were late fees they were accruing every month, and not only that, guess what the school does? Every month you don't pay, they put out a fucking credit hit. Oh, so that's why my credit went to ass very quick too. Yes, because every month was a credit hit in addition to me owing them money. Well, I mean, I know about bad credit. You know the worst part about having bad credit when it's not your fault? It's not your fault. That's the worst part. Look, so guys, I went to I went to prison, and I was living with this woman at the time. And she had my social security card, my ID. She had all my shit. Apparently, she that you gave her. Well, they were in my drawer. They were in my drawer because they were living together. together. Let's let's yeah, let's we lived together. Tell it like it is. Yeah, we lived together. And he was in love, even though she completely fucked him over. But let's not let's not get into that. Numerous times, but we're not gonna get into that. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, that shit happened. She stole my fucking identity. She tried to buy a house. She bought a car and defaulted. She bought a bunch of shit on a on a credit card that she got in my name and defaulted. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, like I said, uh, it actually just got taken off last month. So now I actually have fair credit on one of them. The Equifax one is refusing to drop it till next year when it's been seven years. So I still got to wait for that one to update. So technically, since only one is reading and the other one's not, it's still showing I have no credit history. So I'm t- I can't buy shit. I can't buy nothing. I, w- I came out of prison and I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on my credit. I'm going to get my life right. And then I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'd like to buy this $200 Xbox on credit. They're like, sure thing, man. Down at cons, by the way, where they're like, everyone's approved. They got that yes approved shit. They need to change that shit because that's a lie. I went and they're like, denied. They're like, no, sir. They're like, Matumbo at the whole, not in my house, nigga. I was like, motherfuck me. He just slapped me in the face. And we're like, but he's coupon. 10% off on a couch cushion. I was like, motherfucker, I hate this. Yeah, yeah. It's worse when you know that they're, that, because my situation, it was kind of my fault, because I should have checked, Yeah. right? I, I was 18. I was an adult. I should have had my shit together, yeah. to be fair to them. But at the same time, it was their fucking money. Literally, they did like two clicks, and I had the money. And yeah. then like, now it's just late fees. And I was like, go oh, fuck yourself on the late fees. Yeah. And so I they mean, kicked you out of school? They, I couldn't sign up to my ne- for my next class until I paid it off, and I didn't want to pay it off. Yeah. 
At this point, I've been kicked from the school because I didn't take You can classes. never go back there. No, I can if I get accepted again, but it's not likely to happen because I defaulted yeah. before. Did you ever think about going back to school? Yeah, but I hate school. I hated my one semester there anyway, so I wasn't too fucked up about it. What did you hate back. about it? Was it the everything. hunger? Was no, the hunger? it was a, well, it was a little bit of that, but it was also everything. <laughs> I heard you lost like eighty pounds. No, it was I lost like thirty pounds the Damn. semester I was there. Damn. Like I didn't get the freshman fifteen, I got the negative freshman thirty. <laughs> but there, but there were reasons why. One was my schedule was fucked up. Uh, it wasn't actually that fucked up. It's just the way my schedule worked. I had to be out for the bus at seven at seven o'clock because my first class started at eight. Yeah. So the bus would come by. It would drop me off at campus at seven forty. I'd go to class. I'd be there at eight. Yeah. Then my next class was at nine, and then uh and then I didn't and then that class ended at ten thirty and then I didn't have another class until three. But the way the bus schedule worked, if I went home. To go eat in the middle of the day, yeah. I wouldn't have enough time to make it back to campus for my three o'clock class. So I just stayed on campus. But the problem is, I don't know if you ever been on a college campus. I have not. Shit's expensive. I, so I, I've heard the the food there is expensive, especially if you don't have a meal plan to pay for everything, and they charge you the money outright. It's expensive. So I never ate anything on campus. So I was so basically I would if I forgot to eat lunch in the morning, I didn't eat until like six o'clock in the evening for dinner. So you went about like eleven hours without eating every day. Correct. And there are a lot of days where I woke up late, so I didn't eat in the morning. <laughs> because and I also was walking around campus the entire time because I didn't have a car. So I would walk to the bus stop, I and then I would uh go be dropped off on the campus, walk to my class, walk all the way across campus to my other class, and then back across from my third class, and then I'd be you know, I'd be there for the whole day basically. And then back to the bus and then yeah. go home. The and worst were my lab days, my chemistry lab days, because my chemistry lab, uh, it it was in the evening, so it was from five in the evening to seven at night. Mm-hmm. So on those days, I wouldn't eat until like eight or nine o'clock at night. Yeah, and those were the really bad days. And the worst part is my roommates were kind of assholes, cause uh, they would cook for, cause I I I share an apartment with three other people. Okay. They would cook for themselves because they basically had the same schedule. Yeah. They would hang out together all the time. They would eat breakfast together. They would come back and have lunch together, and they'd have dinner together. Never even offer you nothing. Because I wasn't there, they wouldn't cook me anything because they'd be like, oh, well, we didn't know if you wanted any. I was like, well, damn, you couldn't save me a plate? Yeah, like, something. Damn. Something, nigga, fuck. It's like, damn, I'm fat. I'll eat it. You know I will. <laughs> I was like, shit. I used to eat because uh, two of them were Asian, so i just eat leftover rice all the time. <laughs> That was like that. That was some breakfast. I would just have leftover rice for fucking breakfast and shit. And then they get mad at me. They'd be like, "Why'd you eat all the rice?" I was like, "Nigga, you didn't leave anything else. Like, what do you want from me, shit?" <laughs> what else did I eat? Like I, I was, was hungry. Like I was crying and shit. I was like, "I'm hungry out here, nigga. I ain't got no money and shit. Feed me." <laughs> yeah. So I just didn't like the whole experience. I didn't like having the roommates in the apartment. I didn't like. I. I hated the fact that I wasn't eating anything, so I always felt like shit. Maybe that's honestly what it was, that I wasn't keeping a healthy diet, so I felt like shit. Yeah. So it felt worse than it was. The classes actually weren't that bad. I actually enjoyed my classes quite a bit, except for I hated my engineering class. Why? I don't know, dude. Did you go for engineering? Yes, I went to school for engineering, and I fucking hated the engineering class. I liked my chemistry class. Okay. I really liked my physics class. I liked liked my math class. You the professor? No, the class. Oh, okay. I, and I liked my fit, and I and I liked my uh, phys, my fit, my calculus, my physics, and my chemistry class. Okay, I liked all of them. 
Fucking hated engineering. My one required course for my major. Fucking hated that shit. Why did you hate it? What was I don't know. It? I just didn't like it. I just didn't enjoy any of it. Yeah. Well, because a lot of it was a lot of bullshit. What do you mean? Like, for instance, they gave us a, a problem one time that they gave me no points on. And they said, uh, okay, so there's a certain tower on campus. I don't even remember what it's called now. It's like the weather building or whatever. Okay. They're like, there's a building. It's this many stories tall. How much glass is on the building? I was like, I have no idea what fucking building they're talking about. I don't even know how many windows there are on the building. What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. So basically, I was like, okay, well, the floor. So basically, the work I did was, I was like, okay, so these are the dimensions of the building because it, it gives you the length of the building, the width of the building, and how many stories I, it is. Yeah. That's all they give you. Okay. So they're like, find out how much square footage on the outside is glass. I was like, fuck you mean, kid. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so this is the surface area of the four outside walls, right? A floor is this tall, you know, and it's this wide. I'm assume this much is of the windows on yeah. the building. i never seen the building, so I actually have no idea what it looks like. Yeah. So I was assuming that, you know, their normal window. turns out it's like a fucking glass pane building. I didn't know that shit. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I've never seen the building before. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Apparently, it's a popular building on campus, though, because everyone else knew what the fuck was happening, because I had to talk with my professor about it, because she's like, you're the only one who got this wrong. And I was like, I didn't know what the building looked like. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. So apparently, like, all but, like, two of the stories are, like, all glass. Wow. Yeah, all the way around. I didn't know that shit. You know, shit happens. So you got a, just a zero, not even a On that problem. Effort? No. On that, yeah, no, on that problem. Oh. Because she took me aside and she's like, your work makes sense, but the building doesn't look like that. And she showed me a picture of the building. I was like, I've seen that building. I had no idea that's what the building was. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know about the weather building. Where's the fucking weather antenna? Where's the radar <laughs> on it? I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes shit happens, man. Uh, so, uh, I know usually we go for an hour and a half, but once again, dude, I just I still can't sit for very long. I hear you. I hear you. Your nuts hurt? Yeah, a lot. Like, you see me keep... Your mangina? You see me keep fidgeting with my fucking belt. First off, this is the biggest mangina you've ever seen, because if, <laughs> if a mangina no, no, looks no. something like a dick, then yeah, I got a huge mangina. No, anyway. no, no. What is it? Is it a... Was it the hangover where, where he was like, uh, shit? What? <laughs> Oh, dude, man. I don't know why. I was thinking about The Hangover because I saw the uh, Aziz Ansari special where he talks about how fucked up, like, how much progress socially we've made. Yeah. Because he talks about, like, in the commercial for The Hangover, you know, he goes paging Dr. Faggot. Yeah. Dr. Like, Faggot. No more. Yeah, he's like, that's not appropriate anymore. I think there's a whole scene where they make fun of someone for having a mangina because he's bitching about something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember it. I, it might be The Hangover. I could be misremembering that. It might that. be something else. I feel like I've heard Mangina, There is definitely not a comedy movie where someone is making fun of someone else for having a Mangina because they're saying yes, he's bitching. But I don't think it's The Hangover. Because I, I know the Mangina reference, but I, I don't think it's it Hangover. I don't know. If you guys know, let us know. Oh, by the way, guys, if you have maybe any topics you'd like us to talk about or touch on, uh, send us a message on Anchor or, you know, uh, we'll go ahead and put... Uh, Tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at us, Facebook us, whatever. Send us a message somehow. You know, there's a million ways to get in contact with us. And just send us an email and stuff like that and or a voice message on Anchor, and we'll try to get into the next podcast. So, uh, once again, uh, yeah, I had surgery, so I can't sit for very long, so we got to cut this short. Eventually, the podcast will get longer again. I just I cannot sit for very long. So, this has been Junior. This is Alex. And we're wasting our 20s still.